Hi, I'm Cheyenne. And I'm Kellyanne, and we are a mixture of the podcast. Hi. Hi. What's up? Welcome back. Yeah, new week. New week. Oi, oi. <laughs> How are you going? <laughs> Is this sigh? <laughs> Girl, I feel as if theme of the year or like the theme of this first half of the year the sigh anyways um it's a new year and i guess you could count it as a new season but not exactly because season end in i think april but whatever we're back reviewing stuff Mm -hmm. i don't know what y'all thought about it because um we don't really get that much feedback but I know we definitely enjoyed reviewing books k-dramas and animes last year or the book the k-drama and the anime last year so Hmm. we brought it back because it was a lot of fun for us and also Kellyanne is using this as her excuse to watch k-dramas for work (laughs) which is very evident because I'm always the one choosing it so today we are back um with the we review series to review another K drama. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so the name of the K drama is Bad and Crazy. Bad and Crazy, yeah. And it came out last year, late last year, and it finished early this year. So this is relatively new and so you know we definitely have to give a disclaimer we will be reviewing the first half of this series so episode one to six if you want to watch it first and then come back and get our review you can definitely pause the podcast here go and watch the first six episodes and then come back and hear us rant and rave about it but this is your disclaimer we are going to be talking about almost everything concerning episode one to six mm-hmm. right we're going to carl we're going to carl very much okay so i'm gonna give a synopsis and then we will get into the episode so so okay first to begin i can't pronounce <laughs> korean names i'm not korean i'm not good at this so i'm going to butcher it i want to call him rue because that's his last name and that's what everybody is calling him, but the synopsis has his first name terribly so so yul um is the resident bad boy on the police squad regains his humanity after meeting k the righteous but crazy guy despite having a mere high school diploma so yul is an accomplished member of the anti-corruption unit he is ambitious so he chooses head cases of his superiors and produce their desired outcome. Often that means turning a blind eye to injustice, especially if it stands in the way of those preferred results. With promotion time looming and without anyone backing, so you'll fear exclusion once again. Congressman, Congressman, sorry, do your, ah, do your gun 
had given him some hope of advancement, but dash when the righteous but crazy K entered his life. So that's basically what they show about. Basically, basically. Mm-hmm. That's unlike, unlike drugs and all them kind of shenanigans. The good stuff, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, and I honestly forget how we do the reviews again. All right, so we're gonna <laughs> go through the episodes, right? But like briefly, we're not gonna talk too long because in I feel like for the anime we did that, but then again, I felt like I was more like I was really passionate about the anime. <laughs> the second half of the anime was devious. Um, okay, so we're gonna briefly go through episode one. Um, to six talking about everything we remember and basically high points we're not going to go through everything but like the high points and the points that we want to talk about so the first episode because we definitely have to talk about the first episode because I feel like the first episode in a k-drama is very vital um, it will tell you whether or not you want to continue that k-drama I don't know about you but if the first episode is boring I can't deal <laughs> So in the first episode, he was introduced to the main character. I feel like right off the bat, I can't remember what happened in the first scene, Lord. Really? Do you remember? I don't remember it. Wow. Uh, I remember the first episode was good, though. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember what the first episode is. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a dream. It was a dream. He was having... um. So, yo, he was having a dream that he was in a boxing match and then he was in a body of water and he woke up in his, he woke up in his tub fully dressed, which makes me cringe, fully dressed, soaked and was like, why did I fall asleep? And he's, I'm like, sir, how did you not draw? Same. I was wondering that too. <laughs> Yeah, boy. It's like if you are sleeping on top, you're going to drown. Like, like. Mm. But anyways, and then he, I believe he went to work after that. Mm-hmm. Oh no, um, he went to check on his car, and his car was like beaten up. And oh, I was right, right, yeah. laughing. I was laughing because I was saying, "Don't just being like you did that. You definitely did." Because he got up drunk too, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I will never drink again." Which I'm like, that's a fat lie. But then he went to the security unit or the security in his building and was like, I don't understand why I pay him so much for security and somebody come in and vandalize my car. And then the, the man was like, isn't that you? Mm-hmm. I laughed so much because I knew it was him that, that basically beat up his car. But we'll get into why it, it was not him. But later um and then and then he went to work and he was basically thrown into the case of what is the man's name i know his name is ma is man no it's not mansu it's misu misu minsu 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 min min okay n it have an n minsu um who is a police officer that was under the what department is his narcotics mm-hmm. department mm-hmm. and he was recently killed and they thought he was killed by his friend who was also a drug addict but he was helping him out Minsu was helping him out so he was clean mm-hmm. 
but Minsu's partner, I can't remember his name, said that how he witnessed the friend killing Minsu, and then ultimately he killed that man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, Rise of the Bat, like, straight out the gate, we see in that corruption is rampant in this police um in this police department mm-hmm. i don't know about you but immediately i was like okay this is this sort of story where you can't trust anybody yep. at all it like it oh i hate uh, the reason i hate stories like this and i also kind of love stories like this because it's also bacchanal <laughs> or drama for we foreign folks um because you i somehow I I am very, (laughs) I don't know if it's because I'm an introvert and people scare me, but like when I have stories like this, I just never know who to trust. Mm -hmm. Like every, like every second we're introduced to a new character, I'm like, should I trust this person? (laughs) I don't, I like literally the only person I just trust when I get stories like this is the first um is the main character i'm like that's the only person i could put my full dress in because everybody else i'm just very skeptical because mm-hmm. when he when um so Yul was interviewing of basically interrogating the cop concerning the death of minsu um he was like he gave a good point when the man was like it was only the two of them there which was the friend who was a drug addict and then the police officer Minsu and then he was like no there was a third person and he was very confused and he was like the third person was you Mm -hmm. I'm like yes yes so (laughs) right off the back I did not trust this man I was like yeah same But then, but what is also very funny about the story is that we could barely trust the main character also. Yes, he corrupts himself. <laughs> He's so corrupted. But the beginning, you have a high school diploma, but he's a full-blown police officer. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's also very, uh, oh, ah, oh, the only word that comes into my mind is like kiss assets. Mm-hmm, yeah. Lord, um, because we saw, I think right after this, he was talking to his superior, the main lead, Soyo, and he was telling him to help him get the promotion because he really wants this promotion. Yeah, and he was like, I'm helping you, you just need to do this, so you just need to make sure this man gets fired. Uh, the man concern, um, concerning the other case and I was mm-hmm. like but what the hell nobody investigated it this is an anti-corruption department but they don't care about nothing once somebody tell you this person need to go this person just need to go you don't need to interview him I mean interrogate him any longer you don't need to find out what actually happened the man was actually evil eh? but you don't need to find out what actually happened you just need to get him out get him out I'm just like why is the police force so corrupted? <laughs> it's always corrupt everywhere. <laughs> yeah, boy, it, it's so sad. Like, I did not base off a real story. It's very much so fabricated. They just always write it in the front of each episode. But at the same time, you kind of have to think, in hindsight, this is probably what really happened. No tea from me. 
um but probably anyways moving on so after that whole fiasco and so y'all does his part he's a good he's a good copper like let mm-hmm. me not like he's really good at it like interrogating find out information and also he is really good as a police officer because he done already read the room and read the case and was like this seems fishy Mm-hmm. So he is a good cop. It's just that he's poorly, like, very corrupted, badly corrupted, and also money hungry. <laughs> yeah, boy. Um. Anyways, so we move on, and we got introduced to another police officer, a district police officer, and this police officer, I cannot, I only know his first name because it's, I mean, his first name, his last name because it's an O. What is this little boy's first name? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. oh, Kyungti. Yeah, yeah. Kyungtena something. So, probably <laughs> so. So we introduce him when he runs into a little girl, um, putting up a missing poster, like a handmade missing poster, and I was like, oh my god, what is gonna happen with this story now? Mm-hmm. And she's looking for her mother who went missing. So this police officer who is pure and nice and he now enters the world because he is not touched by corruption yet and he enters the police station um basically to find out information about this girl's mother and he found the police officer that is in charge of the case yeah I say the investigator yes the detective investigator that's in charge of the case and basically the detective told him that the woman just went missing I mean not she didn't went missing sorry the woman just ran away mm-hmm. she, she did time for drugs and she basically just ran away from home um so while this poli- um, police officer is walking the little girl back home he basically asks her some questions because Right now, he he knew basically everything the detective knew about the case. The detective left the case as this woman just ran away from home and that's it. Closed case, right? Which is so stupid. Um, And so this police officer is asking this girl, when last did you talk to your mother? And she was like, oh, well, the last time I talked to my mother, she told me that she had um purchased a gift for my birthday. And so this police officer, which is the only smart person in this show, let me tell you, put two and two together and was like, why would a mother run away when she says she purchased a gift for her child? Like, that just doesn't make any sense. And he also basically inferred that the woman was a good mother, although she she had her little drug issues, you know, people go through some stuff. She had her issues, but she was a good mother. It's not like she wasn't a good mother. She always used to call her child. When she was in jail, she called her child almost every... Oh, not called her child, sorry. She wrote letters to her child almost every day saying that how she went to America and she'll be back pretty soon. Which is like, that's everybody's scapegoat because I think I watched another prison show where a mother was telling their child that they went away, like they went to America. So it's like, anytime you went to prison, that's that's kind of funny to me. I'm so sorry. Um, Anyways, what I wanted to say, I don't know if you felt this, but I got the vibe of 
wasn't even on the show Strange. Strangers from Hell. Yeah, yeah, Strangers from Hell. Like Definitely. a police officer. <laughs> yeah, well, police officer telling them like something up and everybody not believing him. Especially mm-hmm. the scene where he was like, where he was like in the police station and they were about to eat. Yeah. And then he got information about her. What is her phone? Yeah, the last record she made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, her phone records and stuff like that. I was like, why? Why is this how they paint (laughs) all the time? Like one person dedicated to the case where everybody else is like, just leave it be. Like, like, come on. Anyways, that's a good segue into that scene where he got her phone records and figured out where she was living. He went into the apartment. Oh my god, I now remember it. I get like a flash of like this scene. <laughs> I don't know what you laughing at, but I know what I laughing at you. Yeah? Oh lord, this is so funny. Anyways, so he entered the, the apartment. He saw the bear. He saw the bear. Did he see the bear first? I think he saw the bear first. Oh, the, the, the toy? Yeah, yeah, the, the teddy bear. I'm not sure. Like he just like glanced around and he was seeing a bunch of stuff, pictures. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So then he didn't see it as yet. I think he saw it the next time. Anyways, so he like Shyam said, he glanced around the apartment. He saw her pictures that she put up. Um, her photos. Sorry. Um, she had a bunch of photos with her daughter. So you know this woman loved her child, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Oh, I can't remember. He's. I think he saw something else that was vital to the investigation. Eh? But anyways, so then he went and oh no, then he started to smell bleach. Right, smell yeah. bleach. And he went into the bathroom. Um and the drain. He saw the drain in in the bathroom itself. He opened it up and he saw a strand of hair with blood. <laughs> And then he he heard the front door open, and it was the detective. (laughs) (laughs) The detective beat the shit out of him. I was so like, I was like, the woman was too stunned to speak because, (laughs) bro, he didn't even ask any questions. Like he looked around and he's like. Detective, look at it. Boom, boom. He started kicking yeah, on. He beats. I'm like, bro, what? No, first of all, it's a slap. <laughs> slap him first. Like, I, I, was, I was just like, you very... I, I, I think I saw a laugh, boy. Because it was like, <laughs> he didn't even ask anything. I was like, you could have played a bit, though. You could have been like, oh, what did you find? Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, he was like, hey, detective. Um, I think he had it in a pen, too, because, you know, he's a smart fella. Mm-hmm, he doesn't yeah. touch what he had. So he picked it up, and then the detective come in just like, what up? I was like, yeah, I'm like, a mother hits a child. <laughs> I'm like, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, isn't that making him, like, kind of suspicious? At, at least yeah. for me, it made, made me think, like, okay, this detective had something to do with it. Yeah, one thing I would say, um, and the congressman said this too, that detective was so foolish. He was so smart. 
with what he was doing. You could have gotten the hair from the dude and be like, oh, okay, I will go into it. I will look into it. And then just not. But no, you immediately come in, smack the boy across the face and tell him, stop being <laughs> he, he, be- he beat the living everything out of that little boy. I, I laugh. I laugh so much. That's so mean, Kelly. Why would you laugh? <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna make it. I thought he was gonna. I don't know. I thought he was gonna be like badly wounded in the hospital because the force he was he was beating him with. I'm like, bro, all in the bathtub. I'm like, dead. Was deadly boy. Woo! It was. It was. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, I remember it too. I like vividly remember the scene too. It was. It was funny. It was funny. I'm so sorry. Anyways, so then after I, I um after that we come back to the police station where the captain of the anti-corruption unit called Suyul in and told him that oh wait no okay no hold on before that um Suyul was called to the department first um and he's thought he was going to be promoted because he got the man, the police officer from the narcotics department, he got him, I I don't think he got him fired, but I believe he got him fired. So he thought because of that effort, he was going to be promoted. But lo and behold, it was another dude getting promoted. Like it was this random dude that I think we never met before that came in this like very fancy car and it was like where police officers getting that type of money to buy a fancy car and he said it too so you all said it too um um that dude got promoted so so you was in the captain's office basically quarreling he was very upset he was like i did all this work i did all this and this and this and i still haven't gotten promoted it just doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. And then the captain was like, okay, I have this link for you. There's this congressman, or in the show, I think they said it was an assemblyman or something like that. Anyways, a congressman that, a congressman, sorry, that running for elections, he want to be re-elected, right? And he have a little problem. His cousin, who was the detective that basically slapped up the police officer, um, caused a bit of trouble, and he want that trouble to basically disappear because he want to be reelected, and you can't be reelected if you have any dirt on you. Like people fickle; they go mm-hmm. turn on you the quickest. So he was like, "I just need for you to handle this case for this congressman, and definitely you're going to get this promotion, because this is an easy link, is a direct link, also." So he got the case. Am I missing any vital information before I talk about when he talked to the police officer? No, I do not. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. So he got the case. Um. All the vital information is that he and the congressman went the same high school, and that is vital coming later because it's very funny. Um, uh, what he got the case, he went down to the police station that the police officer resides in, and (laughs) 
he come to the police station and he told his partner, um, who is also very funny, he is basically comic relief. He's, he's strong, but also very humorous. And so he told his partner, oh, you should tell the captain not to come outside. And then he was like, so where the boy? And all of them just turned and they see somebody bruised in the face. Mm-hmm. He looks so hilarious. I'm so sorry for laughing at his downfall, yeah. but like, it's, it's so funny. Anyways, so he sent the boy down outside and he was like, are you okay to talk with all those? I was like, listen, you don't need to ask the boy that. Let me talk. And so the boy basically explained his case. He was like, I um did he say he was investigating? He was he didn't say that. He was like, he looking into a case about this lady that went this mother that went missing. And basically that's the reason why the detective beat him up. I don't think he said that. He's a he's a really nice fella. He didn't say that. I don't think he ever blamed the detective either. I would not be so mad, but he's such a sweet soul. He was like, I'm sorry to put you through all this trouble. I was just looking into this case about this little girl's mother. And so the um so you'll ask him why he care about this case. He have no connection to the woman. And then he tell him about the little girl. Did so y'all went to the little girl after that? I can't remember. Uh, uh, hmm. Like, I don't think it was immediately after. But he saw so. her um hanging up the, the poster. Poster. For her mommy. On the road somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely. I think what happened after is that so y'all was kind of concentrating on settling this case so I believe after he went to the detective and told the detective to like relax like I will deal with this for you like oh no I think I, we forgot the whole part when the congressman came, um, came to his brother's pizza place and tell him to deal with it but anyways that's not important he just tell him to deal with it and then he met the detective and told the detective so you all told him to like relax Mm-hmm. Like you need to relax. I will I will get the case cleared for you. Um you just need to apologize. And he was like, Why do I need to apologize? Yeah. It was that boy playing fast. And I was like, listen, you stupid. You just slap up a man, you go into recharge, but you don't want to apologize. And honestly, so you'll um Although he's a wuss and kind of stupid, I'm going to say it now, you, you're going to get why later. But although he's all of those terrible things, um, he don't take disrespect. And I appreciate that. That's one thing I appreciate. Because he tell the boy, like, I'm not kissing your behind. I'm kissing your uncle behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, cousin <laughs> behind. So, like, I don't need to tell you. Like, I don't need to deal with you. I tell you what to do, you do it. If you don't want to do it, that not to do it. Me, I just trying to handle the scene for your cousin. Like, come on, relax. <laughs> so, um, I think I think this was the point where he started to more investigate into the case because he was like pretty confused as to why why the boy why the detective beat up the boy so badly for this case when. It's just like it's a simple case. 
And so, like you said, he met the girl when she was basically putting up another missing poster of her mother on top of the congressman's um the congressman's <laughs> poster, which right. is so funny. It was ironic. Mm-hmm. And he basically he t- um I think he took a um for ice cream and they were discussing like where her mother like I believe they were discussing like when last they saw her mother I believe so I can't Mm, remember what they were talking about yeah I can't remember either um but I know the sweetest thing happened like multiple sweet things happened with this little girl but it was like pretty sad um, because when she last met the police officer, she told the police officer that she would look for a four, a four-leaf clover for mm-hmm. him as a thank you gift for looking into her mother's case. And she told him that she would make a bracelet, but she couldn't find one, so she gave him... Oh, yeah. Her, yeah. No, a pause, because... I, do, I think what we're supposed to talk about is the reason why he was looking into this case is because Kay basically took him out of his house. Right, right. <laughs> I was he like, keeps oh, getting so- the, the, like, he, like, something happened, but he can't remember, like, when he was mm-hmm. in the sauna. Um, yeah. Kay appeared <laughs> and then yeah. carry him in the, um, the woman apartment after two. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we 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 miss a vital part. But all through while this was happening, so y'all didn't want any part of it, but he keeps getting probed to be a part of this case because he keeps having these like really random quote unquote dreams mm-hmm. where this dude in a helmet and on a motorcycle would take him to specific places Mm -hmm. so one specific place that he was basically taken to was the woman's apartment her bathroom in specific I think this was after he met with the police officer and the police officer told him that there was here with blood in the bathroom and then when he went after with his partner Oh no, I don't think he no, went with the police with officer. officer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he went with the police officer. And when he looked in the drain again, it had nothing. It was clean. Mm-hmm. And so the police officer was like, it had here, here, like there was blood here. I am not going crazy. And that's another thing about this show. It'll make you feel like you're going mad. <laughs> God. Like, especially with Suyol and Kate. Like, yeah, boy. Ooh, it'll make you feel like you're going mad. Because, like, some... Anyways, we'll get to that. But, um, so, yeah. And so, because um, he went in the apartment with the police officer and there was no hair, then the biker man with the helmet took him into the room and basically um, a, there was... Uh, a what, what, what? The bathroom was lit in a blue light. And, you know, blue lights could show up, like, fingerprints and stuff like blood residue. And mm-hmm. that bathroom was swarm with blood God, yeah <laughs> everywhere was swarm with blood but why i remember this is because the mother have like four leaf clover stickers on her bathroom mirror mm-hmm. and that was the connection when the little girl gave him the bracelet to give the police officer 
she had a four-leaf clover that was like the stickers in the mother's bathroom. So that's where I got that connection. And also Suyol got that connection. You know, it worked good. Anybody, the person who wrote that, good. <laughs> um, so, okay. So we now introduce the biker dude, right? That Suyol think is a dream. So um, what happened after? Did he, in, was the, the doctor, the shabby doctor from the heart mending clinic, Mm-hmm. Was he introduced now? I believe he was introduced now. Well, when he was acting up, his partner um told recommended the doctor call him mm-hmm. and was like, "You should go see him." Mm-hmm. And he he went on. Yeah, I think at that point he told the doctor. Well, he went to see the doctor, and the doctor was like, "Yeah, let me hear what we know what you know." And yeah. he was like, "He keeps seeing things, or things keep happening, but it's not him." And mm-hmm. da 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 da, and so. I don't know why, but the doctor seemed like he... Well, he does always seem like he's very much annoyed every time he went to visit him. Yeah. And he's like, oh my gosh, am I gay? And like, why? And at first I was like, is he even a real doctor? Because... Because he's like... He he just give him some sleeping pills, look. Yeah. Or like he told him to get some rest, which honestly is good. But when he prescribes sleeping pills or when he gives me um, sleeping pills or like every time I see this doctor, I'd be like, is he really a doctor? Mm-hmm. He was so, he was so shabby. Like, oh, he was <laughs> like that type of people that is, oh, I don't know how to describe him. He just looks so sketchy. Sketchy yeah. is what I'm looking for. Especially like where his like clinic is, his clinic, quote unquote clinic is located um it just it just looks so like backyard like mm-hmm. this is a, some some this is a man that would give you some sleeping pills as like basically candy <laughs> it looked like that type of vibe and i think he tried to he tried to get him to recall some memories it was this episode that he tried to game and he fell asleep while he was doing it mm-hmm. yeah yeah he tried, I was like, first of all, and when it happened, I was like, could they be showing this on TV? Next thing some people get hypnotized. But then when they actually showed, I was like, this damn doctor can't do nothing, boy. Fall asleep. <laughs> he fall he fall asleep. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> oh my god. Ayo. Anyways, so he gave him the sleeping pills and told him that how he should go home. So you so you doctor gave Suyo sleeping pills and told him that how he should go home and try to get some rest. Cause that's just his best bet at this moment. Cause he doesn't mm-hmm. know what happened happening to him. Um and oh yo, what happened after this? Hmm. Was it his brother in his house? I think that happened. He come home and his brother was talking to some woman, calling her baby. I think it was then. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You remember no. vital information? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what is it? Episode one is so long. Boy. Whoa. Well, we don't go like event after event, but just like you know the main stuff. Okay. Okay, the main stuff that happened after that. Okay, okay, let me let me just we'll talk about have twelve more minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> Lord, okay, the main stuff that happened after this is that the police officer and the detectives settled their case. Mm-hmm. 
the detective basically apologized in front of a jury of other police officers. And also, he was boasting about how he just tapped him a little bit. Mm-hmm. What the hell? And then, um, what happened after that? And then, um, the police officer thanks for settling his case. He didn't have to go to jail for tampering with evidence, which I don't think they talk about tampering with evidence. And then, when he went back to the mother's apartment, I think. The second time he went back, he saw the teddy bear. And um, when he went back, the they were basically remodeling the apartment. And they threw away the teddy bear. Oh, no, no. And- Remember before when the people, he was meeting somebody. and No, not meeting. Some, somewhere he heard that the teddy bear could record. Where was that, though? Oh wait, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I mixed up. That's not that's not the officer. That's that was the congressman. Oh. Uh, okay. Am I mixing something? No. Oh, okay, go okay. ahead. Go ahead. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When he, so I was he, talking about when the congressman had his the party for his daughter. Yeah, for his his daughter and um his wife and some friends were talking and he heard that the teddy bear. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. But the police officer had to get the teddy bear first. Right, but he didn't know. He did. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so, right. So the police officer found the teddy bear in the garbage. So they basically took all her stuff, put it in the garbage, but threw it away. And he saw it. He took it home. And um, I think when he was walking home, he accidentally, I'm not accidentally, he almost got bonked. And when he fell, he saw like something is something either came off the nose or the eye and then he was like oh it have something on this teddy bear mm-hmm. and then he took it home and he inserted the clip into his computer and it was basically the mother telling her daughter happy birthday because that was her birthday gift the teddy bear um i don't think he saw anything else i don't believe he Mm-mm. saw anything else no but when um like after that clip finished somebody just barge into his house and lo and behold guess what is sleazy detective that detective again beats the living yeah he beats him up but this time it wasn't funny he actually beat him, almost beat him to death so he mm-hmm. beat him very badly and then he like lays his house with gasoline or any flammable liquid and he basically told the um, told the police officer the detective told the police officer that he's being too fast and he should and it's his fault that he is in this situation what this boy is beaten to death he's unconscious now right mm-hmm. so he lights his house on fire and he left and so the uh, um so you'll now i think is at this point he was in his house Yes, mm-hmm. and he was about to sleep, and then he was watching the news, and the news was talking about the congressman, and then the the biker man with the helmets just like came out of nowhere, and they start fighting, and then he basically, oh, this was, no, nah. he took him to the police officer house. And told him that how he needs to apologize for the police officer for 
basically not helping him. And mm-hmm. so Sayal was pretty confused. It was raining too, uh, which was also very funny because flashback to the to the party, he was talking to one of his higher ups and he told them that how is a nice day out today and then thunder just fell mm-hmm. around, which was so funny. So anyways, it was raining and the biker man was basically telling Soyol that he needs to apologize for the pol- to the police officer. And Soyol was pretty confused because first he don't know where he is. Second, he was like, why do I need to pol- apologize to the police officer? So the biker man took him, he opened the door Mm-hmm. And as he opened it the door, they basically let oxygen into flames. So boom. And they saw that the house was on fire. And then the biker man basically threw him into the fire and told him that he needs to apologize to the police officer. And he was like, What? And when he turned, he <laughs> saw the police officer unconscious mm-hmm. in the house. So he was like, Listen here, you got us into the situation. Now, how are we going to get out? And this man is so crazy. Yeah? The biker man break the window and was like, You're going out here. So, so you watch dog and was like, Sir, this is a fall. This is a rooftop house. I don't think I mentioned this is a rooftop house. So, it's a building or like a probably an apartment complex and it's a mm-hmm. rooftop apartment. So, he was like, You want me to jump from here to there? No. And I don't know if I mentioned it, but so you is a chicken. Yeah. I was. So he was like, I'm not going to do this. But then we started hearing the whistle of the gasoline from his gas. So mm-hmm. they was like, they need to jump now. Or all all you're going on, like, kaboom. So he grabbed the boy, the police officer, and it was like, one, two, three, and jump. And so they fall from that apartment onto a car. Flattened the poor car. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. It was kind of funny, too. Um, They basically flattened this car. And then, and then, and then the biker man jumped down. He had on his helmet all the time, so he jumped down. And you know, you know, they have to like do the montage of the badass hero dusting off the flame, which I was like, this is so stupid. He took off his helmet, and now we see who's under the helmet, but we don't have a name just yet. Cute episode two. Episode two. So y'all wake up in the um he woke up and he was in the hospital. He was like really confused. He was like, How did I get here? What happened? Like, where's the police officer? Where is the biker man with the helmet? So two things we learned from episode two. One, nobody sees this biker man except Suyo. Mm-hmm. Nobody sees him. Like he um we talk about the very first scene where he it was the very first scene in episode one where another oh, first scene. I think it was the second scene in episode one or something like that, where he was riding up. Oh no, um when he was in the sauna and he asked the people to watch the camera and they was like mm-hmm. he never saw a biker man. We we find out that Soyol is the only person that could see this man with the helmet. Right. Um. So, uh, what happened? What happened after? What in happened the hospital? After in the hospital? No, no, not the hospital. After the hospital, because I'm trying to talk very quickly. What um, happened after? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I don't remember what happened right away, but I know that eventually he went and told the um. 
The doctor? The doctor that, um, well, no, no, no. He wanted to find out. He remember he went back to visit the house, the, house, yes. the officer house, and asked the neighbor or the girl or whatever with his partner if she saw anything. And she's like, she only saw this man jumping out the the um the window and she was like oh my gosh and then she did call the police and then they yeah. came right and uh, yeah and then I think during that she mentioned that she she was eyeing on a cute um guy on a motorbike yeah and eventually he did like put two on two together like oh my gosh like motorbikes it had to be like some food place and then they just have like the camera the dash cam or whatever yeah so and then, well, well think, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think the part I was talking about with his brother and the girl in the apartment, when his brother had ordered food, then he saw that the delivery dudes was have... Right, like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, And then he put two and two together and he went by the place that the deliver food because the girl I believe she had ordered the same thing that his brother had ordered mm-hmm. also so he went to those place um to that place that is sent out delivery dudes and he saw on the camera that it was the detective basically coming out of the boy's place mm-hmm. so and now we're back to being shaky <laughs> <laughs> ah what happened um okay let's just like move it on so then he basically at this point so you was kind of putting two and two together and knew that it was the detective that basically beat up so you i mean so you beat up the police officer right mm-hmm. um but what had happened is these police officers or these detectives this police department Corrupt is corrupt. Mm-hmm. If they could throw the blame on somebody, they will. And they did exactly that. When they were clearing out the boy's place um, after the fire, they was basically clearing out his place because the person that owned the building definitely going to rebuild it. Um, they were moving a water tank. And another water tank had a package that had uh, a nice. knife. But while all, while all of this happened, Soyul and his partner was basically solving this case because they was following a truck that had like a small cremation type thing in it and it had ashes in there. Um, yeah. And he linked the ashes to the woman and, and he was going to... Um, what? He went to the woman's brother to get DNA to match it and I believe I wanted to talk about this because I actually really like this part at this point the little girl came out because I believe the woman's brother was asking about insurance and the detective basically so your partner was like you could only get an insurance if the woman dead so like why are you asking for insurance now you kind of mm-hmm. need to be hopeful that the woman's still alive and so the little girl ran out when Sayul was leaving and was like uh, I told you to stop investigating this case and at that point I like I want to mention that because I find it was like really sad 
Because this little girl was like looking for her mother for so long. And then now that she realizes these people continue looking for my mother, my mother will be found dead, not alive. Mm-hmm. She was like, stop investigating it. Stop it. Yeah. So flashback to the clean out the police officer apartment and they found the knife and so the lady was pronounced dead and now the police officer who is in a coma because he get beat up pretty bad second time um who's in a coma now is basically all the charges fall on him now mm-hmm. and uh, um I want to say we already knew who did it. Yep. We, the audience already knew, which is interesting to me because I thought they were going to make us figure out who did it. But no, they tell us, they, they showed us, they showed us when it happened. When the woman was on the floor in the pool, um, in a pool of blood, and the congressman basically blamed her. Mm-hmm. Congressman was like, it's your fault you did. Yeah, you deserve to die. And I'm like, bro, yeah. what the heck? I was like, what the hell? First the beginning, he looked very scary. <laughs> like in that, that little boxer thingy and he's just oh ew. <sighs> Anyways, so um I believe by the end of episode two, going into episode three, everything was kind of clearing up. So you'll kind of basically quote unquote crack this case where they threw all the crimes. Or, like, threw all the blame on the police officer that was in a coma. Suyol got his promotion because he helped the congressman. And Suyol's partner is now vexed at him because mm-hmm. he threw the boy under the bus, the police officer. His partner is a really, I want to say righteous person, but not really righteous person because he's not exactly completely righteous. But he is a nice person and he saw himself a lot in the police officer. And so he was really vexed at Soyol for um, basically throwing him under the bus to just get his promotion. Yeah. So Soyol came out of the police station, walked to his car, and when he when he come by his car, he was met with his ex-girlfriend, who honestly is my favorite character. I had a feeling you that say that. I, I like her. I like her and then um the helmet man that we haven't named as yet, so I can't call his name. But I like the most of them. Um, okay, so yeah. So the woman came into the car and was basically telling him everything he um, everything she knows. So she's under the narcotics department and told Suyul that this case don't seem right. Mm-hmm. She was like, why would the police officer kill that woman when he basically didn't know her like a few days ago. Mm-hmm. It was like she was like, not making any sense. And she asked him, Do you believe that the police officer killed um the woman? And he was like, he didn't want to answer. And then she showed him a necklace and told him that how that necklace, um, her superior, who's Min Su, the man who died, um, basically was his in four months does it work mm-hmm. yes and she had this necklace and this necklace had a camera in it if you find this necklace we could get information 
So then he was like, no, I haven't seen this necklace. And I felt like I saw this necklace. So I was very confused. So he was like, no, I haven't seen this necklace. Why would I see this necklace? I, I want nothing to do with this. Please just get out my car. Because my car slammed me though. I don't know the same thing. Anyways, so then he went about his business. He went home. And I think that's when Kay kidnapped him and he was basically riding. No, he was, yeah, well, yeah, he went home, but he was in the elevator and the elevator stopped. And then Kay came and get him. I thought he was naming then... him, yes. <laughs> oh, ah, ah, oh. <laughs> Why? Why are you like that? I, I knew his name. The helmet man came and get him. I already said his name, whatever. The, the helmet man came and get him. And so he was, riding around his um apartment or like, he basically lived in a hotel uh, but his apartment um and he took him to the place he went before where he saw the van right mm. so he already went in this place these people were corrupt yes um and he <sighs> what happened after this he entered the place they were going to, oh no, he entered the place and the helmet man, take off the helmet. Oh no, he didn't take off the helmet, yeah, sorry. The helmet man, tell him, tell these people, they need to answer some questions, they don't answer some questions, the situation will get sticky. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, well, what, why, why am I supposed to be telling these people? He's like, I just tell it to tell these people what I tell it to say. It was so funny to me, um, because, anyways, I'll tell you why it's funny after. So then, so you'll, is a scary cat, so, you know. He dashed out that situation pretty quick because he wanted nothing to do with it. While K having the time of his life slipping around oil beating up people, right? Mm-hmm. So while Suyol went upstairs, he saw that the people had a hidden door. This hidden door, they had like a whole sort of like jewelry and stuff like that. And he immediately saw the necklace that the woman showed him, right? Mm-hmm. So he sneaked out the back, he took the necklace, he does. Um and then he went home. He knew the necklace had a microchip in it because it has a camera. He took it out. He watched it. He basically heard the congressman confess that he killed the woman. He heard the scene we heard, which is the congressman blaming the woman for her own death, which is so crappy. I'll say again. And then so he put back the chip in the necklace he was and then he went to a nearby river what he going to do he corrupted we said this already and he's also a chicken so he basically going to throw away this necklace then the helmet man popped out of nowhere he took the necklace from him and then he fall in the river so then Suyol went back by the doctor, the heart mender, and was telling him that how this man keeps like messing with his life. Because at this point now, he know if this information come out, he would be in a good deal of bacchanal. Mm-hmm. So he was like, ah, I just want this man out of my life. I don't know who this man is, but he just needs to be gone. So... Basically, the doctor kind of figured out that he had split personalities because one, he would only, he's the only person I would see this helmet man. Two, um, was it two? 
I can't remember. Oh, the two is that the man will pop out of nowhere and then also vanish out of nowhere. So he basically recommend that so you'll have a conversation with this man. And he was like, how am I going to have a conversation with this man? It doesn't make any sense. Because every time I see this man, he just always beat me up. And he was like, figure out his name. If you get his name, then you could conversate with him. And then you could figure out how to deal with him. He's like, okay. And then he was like, but you need to get some sleep also. Because, you know, he always pushing the agenda of sleep. And mm-hmm. then he gave him some, like, very heavy medicine. And I'm like, or, like, tablets. And I'm like, every time he recommend medication, I'm just like, he not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> True. He gave him the tablets. So he was like, anytime you see the dude, just take this tablet and then do this ritual. And he gave him this like little, this this little chant to say, which is also very funny. And he told him to say that. So he was driving home. He saw like K pop out of nowhere. He did the chant. He, he took a tablet. He disappeared. He was going to get some gas. He saw K again. He took a tablet. He said the chant, K disappeared. And then he got home now. He was bathing and he was comfortable. He was like, okay, the tablet and this chant were working. I could do this. I could do this. And then he saw K again. He took another tablet. He did the chant, but K didn't disappear. And then the, the second time I think K come back, he took the tablet from him and he's like, if you continue taking these tablets, you're going to overdose. And I'm, I said the same thing. If you keep taking these tablets, you're going to overdose. Mm-hmm. And why this doctor didn't recommend him? like recommended better because he, he keep taking tablets and then um uh once k took the tablet because i think so you'll open it he dumped all the tablets down so your mouth and was like if you want to take it take all i'm like lord have mercy and then at that point he was like okay i need to figure out this man name so he asked him what his name is and he was like oh my name is k and he's like your name is what gay and then he just disappeared because Suyol knocked out. Mm-hmm. It was funny. It was very hilarious when he was like, What's your name, gay? <laughs> hey, that- yeah. Oh, and then I can now say that my favorite character is Kay, and I'm very mad that they did not make Kay a separate person. Ah! Yeah, I was really bummed. I thought they would have, like, especially like the trailer and stuff. It really looked, they really had me fool. Like, yeah, I really thought there was going to be too many videos. Nope. Yeah. They're the same person, just different personalities. Yeah. Uh, uh, Like, fast forward to when we actually figured out that they were the same person, was when the congressman came over. This is already so you'll knowing that the congressman killed the woman and he was feeling very nauseous every time he saw the congressman, like very sick. He said he had a very bad headache. And so um when he met the congressman, um they were going they were going somewhere. I don't know where they was going. I can't remember. I don't think I read it. And so Yol was like, oh, I just need to use the washroom because I have a very terrible headache, right? And so he's running after Kate in the police station, right? And then when he's upstairs, right? And this is the part that got me so mad. This is the part that made me mad to say I wish Kate was a separate person. He was upstairs basically yelling, telling Kate, like, crazy, don't do anything crazy because he see he's running after mm-hmm. the congressman, right? He basically, um, Kate, basically flying kick the congressman and then 
cough him up and tell him and call him a murderer, right? And then um, while everybody's screaming, K is mid-air. Then we find out that K and Suyul is the same person. Well, yeah. well, they're not really the same person. They just share the same body. But, you know, mm-hmm. thing, thing. And that's when I kept screaming, why isn't K a separate person? Why isn't <laughs> K a separate person? Because I was so mad. We got, like, a montage of, like, everything that we thought K did. Suyul was doing Mm-hmm. And it was it was upsetting. If I if I was to tell you, I really wish K was a separate person. But I guess that's that's the story. We can't be mad at what the story is. Like one is bad, one is crazy. True. <laughs> but I'm still vexed. I'm still vexed. I like K as a separate person. Like, anyways. So we figured out that. Soyo and K is basically the same person. Well, not the same person. They're using the same body. They're using the same body. That's just it. Sometimes K does come and do crazy things. Like, he does go by Soyo's ex-girlfriend, the woman we were talking about before, his ex-girlfriend um, house, and basically drop flowers for her every night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also figured out that K is this righteous fella. He wants to be a superhero, so he wants to basically get rid of all bad people. Basically, we found out that K does keep Suyo up whole night just doing a whole sort of craziness. Yep. Um, so after the whole flying kick thing, Suyo was in deep doo-doo, like deep <laughs> trouble. Because that congressman was that congressman, sorry, was so mad. He was like, I don't understand. I helped this dude. Like, what the hell? So he was like, I don't want the the congressman was like, I don't want the media to know about this. I just want them to come and apologize. I believe that's what he said. But he knew that's not what he wanted. He knew that the boy knew that he was a murderer. That Suyo knew that he was a murderer and he just wanted it under wraps. <laughs> and, which is also very funny because he he slap up his cousin because of it. Because also his cousin got him in like heavy BS because mm-hmm. he set the policeman house afire. His cousin is the detective if you're not following him, right? So he slap up his cousin and told his cousin that you know what Suyo called me? He calls me a murderer. Mm-hmm. A and he basically shoved his face in the goldfish tank and a goldfish <laughs> died. I was like, poor goldfish. Um, anyways, so then at that point, um, I think Soyol and Kay was in agreement once in their life where it was like, we need to deal with this this way. Like, it needs to be this way. We need to get the congressman to jail. Like, he needs to admit his crime, right? So then mm-hmm. they had this like really nice plan that I don't think I got because I was so worried where because at this point in time so your life was in shambles. His mother uh he was in trouble because the the police department now the auditor of the police department was now investigating him for a whole sort of bribery that he took. Like, he, he just got money out of nowhere and the police department was now investigating him. And he was doing this his whole tenant as a police officer. Like, since he was, like, a junior officer, he was doing this and he now investigating him because the congressman vexed at him, right? 
So he was in a whole sort of doo-doo and he really wanted to deal with it because now his mother, who we found out is also not his mother, it's his adopted mother. I was so shocked by that. I don't know if you were shocked. I was so shocked. Yeah, I was. When they had the, the same birthday, but then he realized, but he had the flashback of his birthday and it wasn't his mother. And he was now asking the woman to call him, um, to call her mom. I was like, what? Anyways, moving on, moving on. Anyways, he wanted to deal with this now because he realized that he was in crap soil. So he come up with a plan. What was his plan? To go by the congressman and beg for forgiveness. <laughs> I was so mad at that. I was like, where's K? Every second of the show, every second of the show, I'm telling you, every second, I will be like, where is K? Why is K not here? K needs to be here to slap soil. This is what I need him. Why? So anyways, so he go by the congressman. He apologized. He begged for forgiveness. The congressman was like, okay, we want to work at a big company, at a desk office, or like at like at that type of work, or you want to work at this establishment? And he was like, "Do I need to leave the police?" And he was like, "Yeah, you need to leave the police. You're stupid." Huh? His exact words, while throwing an expensive bottle of alcohol, he's like, "You're stupid." Huh? And so while so you're leaving, um, the place because it was at this like club thing, this like secret club. Where you realize that the congressman is a nasty man. He have a wife and child, and he seems like he have a happy family, but he out there being a hoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while Soil was in the bathroom, he got a call from the police officer who now wake up finally. And he was like, I escaped the hospital and I know who killed the woman. And he was like, oh, we need to meet in per- person because we can't have this conversation over the phone. Um, he basically carried him to his mother's apartment. Because his mother's apartment. Oh, he owned it. But he carried him to this place that only he know about, right? So you'll know about. This is only so you'll. And he was basically explain. Oh, no. He showed the police officer the actual clip of the congressman confessing that he killed a woman, right? And he told him that is not the detective and that the detective is dead. The detective at this point was killed by his cousin. Well, not by his cousin, but by a hit made by his cousin from the drug lords from Russia. So basically, he was killed by higher ups, right? Because... <laughs> I don't know if you mentioned it, but it's in Ravel and Drugs. So, um, so the detective is now dead. Um, and the congressman basically cleaning up loose edges and he wants to kill the police officer because the police officer know too much, right? And so while Soyol was sitting down at the steps of this apartment that he only know about. He was like on a phone call with somebody and we figured out that was the congressman, right? And I, while all of this happened, I don't know about you, but I'm like, if this if this boy betrayed this police officer, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> I was saying the same thing too. I was so mad. I was I was getting so mad because we know Soyol is not a good person. We know it. He he corrupts to his core, right? But he is also kind of a good person. 
And so while he was on this call and he was telling the congressman where he was, I was like, no, don't betray him. Don't betray him, please. Don't betray him. But only until the congressman come, he beat up. Like, I'm so sorry for this police officer. This police officer got so much licks. The first half of the series, this police officer got licked left, right, and center. Um, so while the congressman beating up the police officer, while the basically the henchman of the top dog for the drug, like the drug lord, um, that henchman, who I might add is like kind of good looking, but I can't like him because he's evil. But anyways, while he beating up the police officer also, while all of this happening, we then hear Soil's partner and the girl in the background and he was like okay okay I'm like okay he come up with an actual plan okay he did not betray him I'm like okay I can calm down now I can calm down now so then when the when the congressman was like beating up the police officer to the like pop 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 and then he finally admitted he finally was like um, I'm gonna kill you like I killed that woman too and both of y'all deserve your deaths when he finally admitted I don't know who was wearing the wire. I think I fast-forwarded like a terrible person because I was so upset that Soyo betrayed him. So who was wearing the wire? Soyo or the police officer? I think Soyo. Okay, I wasn't sure. I just knew somebody was wearing the wire, but I didn't watch that part because I was so mad. So... So he was wearing a wire, and when the congressman finally admitted, he like he broke, he broke, and he beat up the congressman. So everybody dash out because they know it's a hit, and the congressman and the henchman run away, and so he run after them because the police officer told him that like not what don't worry about me, like I'm okay, just go and get the congressman. You have to like promise me that you get him, mm-hmm. and. So he ran after him. And I was like, so you can't fight. Like, where is he? True. Where is he? So he and Suyol himself keep balling for K. But K nowhere to show up until Suyol gets a few taps. And I was like, this is fair. Because cause he kind of betrayed the police officer. So I'm like, it's fair for him to get a few tap up. And then K finally pop up. And he beat up the henchman. And then he was like, I'm not coming here for you. I'll come back to you later. Remember me. And he winked. And I was like, he is so crazy. Like, every few seconds he'll be winking. And then he... And then they basically cornered the congressman. And then K was like... I'm not like, sorry. So he was like, nah, it's my turn now. Like, I have to do this. And he basically walked up to the congressman. And the congressman was like, trying to weasel his way out. He was like, so you all is me. I'm like, I'm like your big brother. We went to high school together. We went to the same high school together. And he was like, you know, the last time I kicked you, it wasn't me. This one is for me. And he basically, did he cuff him? I think he cuffed him. He cuffed him really hard too, which I was so shocked. That's so you really weak. And then, so that's the closing of that chapter with the congressman. The congressman got arrested the story basically well this storyline basically wrap up where everybody's kind of happy the police officer came out of the hospital he met with the little girl um so Yul was going to the girl to give her basically the recording of his um of what her mother was doing for her birthday and he gave 
Uh-huh. Um, and he showed the little girl that, and it was so sad when she started to talk back to the recording where she was like explaining to her how her recital went and how she only acts as a tree and she's only supposed to come out two times, but she got praised by her. T- I was like, listen here, since when the show's sad, I believe that's it. Oh, that's not it. Wasn't my favorite thing. You mean the episode or? Uh, yeah. So, no, I think no, I think that's it for the episode, but I believe I'm on episode four. I don't know what happened in five and six. I think I was like a haze. Okay. Well <laughs> if we have to say what happened at the end, you yeah. know, we could just say it really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um Go ahead. Okay, well, after they solved the case and everything. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, the congressman end up getting arrested. Yeah, end up arresting him, taking him to jail, and then the drug people was like, "Okay, well, he's in jail. Like, okay, what are we gonna do now? Yeah. Like, stay low, yeah. right?" And um, I think at this after all this happening, it started like things from the past started to unravel. So like the truth behind Minsu and um the guy who died with him. <laughs> um and mm-hmm. then um because the what had happened was when it is they arrest the congressman, he I think he was like trying to get out. He wanted to get out. So he's like talking to his lawyer and da 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 da. And then somewhere along the line, I can't even remember why it happened or how, but I do know that he was attacked while they was like walking out in the prison. You know how there's like, I don't know, probably they, they went on a, fr- a different room or they was going outside or something. And someone yeah. attacked, like literally sat to stab him up. And then the guards come and saw him. And so when they took him to the place for him to rest and thing, 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 the female, like, um, his ex the um no the 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 girl who in the the, Uh yeah she (laughs) she came and was like okay well we need to move him and from when she said that I was like something gonna happen something gonna happen because like I feel like it would have happened regardless because if you stay there it was a liability if you move is a liability but I feel like moving would have been easier to pin it on someone else and they did yeah. and they pinned it on her <laughs> um so um when it is they organized for him to move she said that we would take it to a safe place if you promise to say everything like tell us the truth and da 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 yeah and so um when it is they were on the road she was talking to the young her junior she was talking to her junior um the young yeah. boy and he was like saying oh you're my idol and I look up to you and it was so sad <laughs> because some... I will never forgive them for killing him I know I'm right so mad. He, was, he was so cute he was so good looking and he seemed he seemed so precious like the police officer I will never forgive them for that yeah, boy like why that was so unnecessary but anyway that's just how wicked they are <laughs> And oh so when it says some random schoolboy just jump in front of the, the bus that was transporting them, it was a perfect segue for the the truck, a truck to come and bounce them to flip the bus over. 
and with the flipping, you know, everybody just get a little bounce up, like, you know, you, you get an accident, so <laughs> with plash yeah. on, hit your head, kind of knock out for a few minutes, kind of vibe. And this weird looking, scruffy, disgusting, possibly smelly guy came in the yeah. truck and started, he went up to the congressman first and literally started like stabbing him like he was just chopping up some vegetables like he just went and then he went and killed somebody else and then the boy the girl junior and she literally was like opening her eyes like she was like waking up out of you know the sleep well you know when she got knocked out and she saw yeah. it and you know, you could tell that she felt like she could not have done anything. Like she couldn't help him and she felt so bad. Like she just, uh, but he didn't kill her and he just like left her there. So she was the only one. And now it became a whole case now. Like, all right, they had to deal about this. And yeah. so they just was, the plan was to pin everything on her. And the one who was behind it all was her superior the captain of their team mm-hmm. and he was behind it because um he, he needs to get rid of the congressman he needed to get rid of all of them but he really wanted to save her so that it could have pinned everything on her it wouldn't make sense um yeah. he killed minsu he killed the guy minsu friend so he was behind everything and that is when um what's his name useful started to put two and two together and was like everything I said was correct at the beginning like yeah. you know when he was saying it at the beginning when he's trying to like get his case out or whatever he's like it really was like it really was him and then he was like playing it over in his mind and I think he went to the place where it happened and he was like going through everything and like played played it out exactly how it happened and then he was like, oh, so you see now, like, uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, so after that, you know, they tried to, um, the girl wasn't, the, they had to take the girl to prison and Kay was so mad. He was most upset. He was like, yeah. you, need to, you need to help her because if you don't. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, I promise once you help her, I would leave. I would leave you alone. Just help her, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, he worked, like, they was like, okay, fine. So he decided he's going to help her. And he was really, like, looking into it. And that is true. That is, like, you know, true. Why she was in prison. That's when he realized, okay, it was a captain behind everything. And when it is, he went to the place where the captain and his two hitchmen, <laughs> I'd call, um, mm-hmm. the officers, corrupted officers, right? Yep. He went and find the little place and it was the man so he's like okay yeah we could handle this you know okay put on his little stuff started to fight and then well the 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 guy who did kill everybody on the truck the kind of crazy one he ended up like knocking him out with some kind of something um yeah and then he wake up and then the captain was there and he was like, of course, you know, is him. So he was like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And, you know, I'll do anything it takes, of course, sucking up again. Yeah. And so he was like, okay, fine. Um, then he shoots. Who is it shoot? 
he should um oh my gosh i think she he should the the boy who basically um the officer uh, yeah he should the officer who basically incriminated the um right, the Mm-hmm. Yeah, so after he do that, um, yeah, so he did that, um, and then, well, that happened, and the next boy was, like, scared for his day life, <laughs> and then now, I think, who, it was Kay who reminded him, was like, why did you do that back then, or something, so, but I can't remember why he, he just brought it up. Like why why he brought up the past when when it is somebody like secretly called him and was like he have information like he have evidence like um the guy was not guilty and so Kay was like brought that memory back to him and he realized oh he was drinking at that time so yeah and when he looked into it and it realized the guy was the well, he's the boy who he thought called him was the he was in drugs or something and so he went to find him in the drug yard <laughs> well you call it the junkyard right and he went saw a bunch of guys oh no Kate told him you need to be prepared so he prepared him make him dress up you know look like he was a druggie he even like inject himself like cut up himself well inject himself so it looked like he was a druggie. And then they went. And I think he, right, he tried to get the guy to escape. When it says the, he went and carried him by the doctor who he just go by for help. The doctor was like, well, um, where are you going to stay? And he's like, yeah, you're going to stay here. And he just left him. But then the next day, the boy woke up and he ran away. And so that was a problem. But then he called him and was like, it wasn't him. He was, um, he have, it wasn't him who did call him. Da, da, da. And so he said, meet me here. So, 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 and we will talk. But when he went to the place to meet him, it was the other police officer from the captain who met him and was like, and then he realized, okay, it was you. Who call, it was you who made the call. And then they showed us the perspective, like they went back and they showed us when it is Minsu that happened, somebody, that officer to be exact, was he taped oh. everything and he had it on his phone. And that was the evidence. And when it is, he tried to get it, he wanted, he wanted to make sure, um, uh, what's his name? Why can't you forget his name? <laughs> he... Oh, yes, he wanted to make sure he got the evidence. He wanted to make sure he could have bring down the captain. And he mm-hmm. said, yes, I'll bring him down and no matter what. And, well, he ended up, they ended up meeting at Minsu, um, where he, where he, like, buried or something. His, and, but the captain mm-hmm. reached there first because the, the captain... I don't even think we mentioned this. He made a deal with the drug lords. And the drug lords called him and was like, yo, bro, you have, you may want to check on your peoples. Don't cause any trouble first, please. And mm-hmm. so the captain ran quickly to make sure um, he didn't get the evidence. 
And when he reached, he saw the officer there, and the boy was like, he just took off running. <laughs> and when oh. he reached the dead end, he started apologizing. He was like, oh gosh, I'm sorry. Look, look, the evidence. Da, da, da. And, you know, ready to just like switch sides again. And yeah, then... boy. <laughs> and then, um, what's the same? So you came in mm-hmm. running. And, and um started to beat him up and stuff and he took the phone from him but when he took the phone from him he told him that um the guilt right he told oh my gosh yes because the guilt <laughs> listen this one is so funny to me <laughs> with the little girl yeah. oh my gosh like she went to her door and she's like she's what well, is new neighbors and they bring something <laughs> The rice cake. Yeah, rice cake. And she opened it down and this was that a tug, was that a man came in and the little girl just stand up there smiling kind of Yeah. I was like they really paid a little girl to this little girl a part of them because that was so weird. I was oh it was uncomfortable. I knew it was a sketchy situation from the time the bell ring, her doorbell ring. I was like, don't answer that door, girl. Don't answer that door. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the little girl, I was like, okay, this is not bad. But then when she opened the door and it was like, neighbor, I was like, ew. And <laughs> she was so dirty looking and I'm just like, yeah, boy. I don't know if I should, tr- if you should trust this, this um thing. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, anyway. that happened anyway. So, um, how it ended was, um, the captain ended up telling him, "By the time you lock me up and we reach down, she'd probably be dead." And he was yeah. like, "What? What are you talking about?" So, at that point, the 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 office, the next officer, got like mad, <laughs> crazy, and he. He just oh, kicked it. He was like, I thought you said you could have finished him. And just, he mashed yeah. up the phone. And I'm like, bro, what the heck? You could have just like, wait. You had no patience. What the heck? So anyway, so. I got so mad. Eh? Yeah, I got real mad. Because I was like, he was so close. Like, what the heck? And yeah. this stupid officer. That officer, like, he was so dumb. Like, he, he could have just. He was, so, he was so fickle. Why I tell you that? Because. He was, he sat down in the bar and was just like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to mm-hmm. do this for my, for my older brother because he did a lot of things for me. And then two seconds, two seconds, the, the officer say, well, the girl might be dead. He just take the phone. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He just went, he was like, okay, I changed my mind. <laughs> and, and, oh, I didn't know why I think he did that too, because he begged for forgiveness and he the man was like, Oh, I can't forgive people. Mm-hmm, for yeah. He thought he was gonna die. But I was like, Boo, you know what? Die the man before mouth bleeding. Relax. Mm-hmm. So he, he got me so mad. So anyway, that happened. And uh, at this um he ended up taking off speeding. Yeah. And he went to find the girl and he went first of all, like he saw the thing the truck open, he saw smoke like coming out of it, and yeah. he ran inside. Like my first instinct would be like, okay, watch inside, observe my surroundings, 
try to move in and I'll quick like make sure the door don't close I'm like this door is going to close why do it have to be so like ooh, like so predictable like he's running and you're like oh my gosh you okay like wake up wake up oh. and then the door closes and he's like no I'm like duh <laughs> Like, does it gonna happen? Like, I called it. Like, what? Why? It does always happen. Anyway, okay. then the the captain was like, um, make sure and deal with them. And the man, yeah, mom was like, yeah, for sure. And he drive off, and then well, it ended off. Uh huh. I was gonna say I don't know why not them trusting drug addicts. Like, yeah, really like that. <laughs> yeah, and then it ended with. Um, you know, he, he started to kick the door and was like, come on, we need to get out of here. You always want us to stay in here and die. And so yeah. he's like, okay. And he get up and started to kick. And then the girl ended up coming yeah. out, waking up and she started to kick and they just kick, 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 kick. <laughs> Until the door swing open and that's how it ended. Episode six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a perfect, which is the first half. Um, one thing I want to say that is still very much so confusing me is that K and Suyo is the same body, right? Mm-hmm. They're from the same body. So when K was kicking, but Suyo was hugging up the woman. Um, what? <laughs> I, I was, thinking- yeah, I was wondering that too. Is it that he thinks he's kicking or is it that he thinks he's hugging? Which one? Is he? I don't know. I was real, I just be real confused, honestly. I'm like, especially when we was first introduced to him being, well, K being a part of him was when he do the jump kick. Like, he was on top, the thing screaming. And, like, what the heck? But you remember the guy that the doctor did say that K becoming more dominant and, like, he can't control him now. So he can, like, do, that's why he could just, like, get up in the middle of the night and do stuff and then he wouldn't remember the next day. So, but it's still, like, it was still weird and confusing to me. Like, scenes where the both of them are there, and then it have, like, other people there also. That is the part that really confuses me. Because then it's, like, who, like, which one is the moving body of Sue? Mm-hmm. I think the moving body was basically Kay kicking the door, because when she woke up, um, they were smart to let Soyol do it one time because if she had gotten up and Soyol was still hugging her, then it would have been like, I don't know what happened in here, mm-hmm. but it was smart to be like, come on, Soyol, let's do it together. And then he started kick the door. I can't wait until they like completely explain why K came about. Like, why did he have that split personality? Mm-hmm. Because they did explain that it's probably his child trauma, childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait for them to explain it and make more sense of it. Because man, it just have some periods that are so confusing as mm-hmm. to like, is this Soyolo? Is this K? Or like yes. even the time when they had the um what? When they had made the watch and Soyol was sleeping <laughs> yeah. and then they switch. I was just like. And so we saw Soyol's body still sleeping, but now K was more active. But you saw Soyol walk. I was like, man, these people are going to just confuse us, yeah? Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the second half for them to explain. I hope they explain. I really do. Because if they don't, it's not going to make any sense. Yeah, I hope so, so too. 
we're just gonna have to wait for the second half to see what happens so ratings ratings let's wrap it up because this, this really is gonna be long yeah. um what's your rating out of uh we do five first because it's ten out of five i think yes, i'll out give of five. it <laughs> out of five i think i'll give it a four because i really really enjoyed it and mm-hmm. i'm not i don't really like action shows but then i like how it have the little crime and the whole mystery thing it just because i really like to watch those kind of stuff too like who did it and like you know just a mystery behind it i really like that however i was very confused with the whole key and him you know i thought it was going to be separate people (laughs) but no they're the same person and that kind of really was like "Mm," you know kind of bummer for me and also, yeah. I really didn't like that they had to kill that poor guy. Like, what the heck? He didn't deserve that. He didn't. He did nothing. Absolutely not. He didn't even want to be on that ride. But you know, so I will give it a four to five. I was gonna give it a four point five, but then you mentioned that boy again, and I felt <laughs> good. Like, okay, so why I um, my initial was four point five, but I am gonna take out the point five. For the boy i i really do like it i like this genre and i also like anything that is not romance and we have none of that i'm very glad except for <laughs> k with his fat crush on that woman uh, besides that girl um or besides that um everything else is like re- i really love um the one thing that i am really upset with but I learned to get over it because I realized that it's not the main plot is that it's not exactly a mystery to me. I feel like they do show us pretty early, like everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Like with the woman's death, they showed us pretty early that it was the congressman. And so we didn't have to guess. It was more like we just need to go along the ride to see how Soyol going to get out of it, basically. Mm-hmm. But I definitely do like the story and I like the split personality type of things because I think I've only ever watched like one K-drama that had a split personality type storyline and that that scarred me. That scarred me a lot. It was really scary and it was pretty uncomfortable to watch for me and that's very weird because I watch horrors like bedtime stories. So... um. This was really cool, and I like how they did it, and I like how very different K is to Seul. And I, I like K. K is my favorite person. He's so funny, and I like how really shy he is. Anytime he's around the girl, like, boo, you're not real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? So it's cute. I like that. I like the story so far. A solid four for me. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, <laughs> well, that's the end of part one, episodes mm-hmm. one to six, first half of yes. the drama. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for the second half. We know this one's really long, which is so hard to get a huge <laughs> a review in like forty five minutes. Like we can't, like we just can't. Yes, it's like too much oh, information. So- <laughs> yeah, boy, <laughs> it's too much also to talk about and too much like vital things we need to talk about, and then we need to input our two cents. Like, mm-hmm. why is Kane not a separate person? <laughs> why they kill that boy? Oh, oh boy. But 
it's fun i i i definitely do like the long formats and that's what podcast is for for us to sit around and talk so mm-hmm. come on that's what you listen to us for like i'm very sure you're not gonna watch the show so we're gonna explain it <laughs> <laughs> um anyways we're gonna wrap up now yeah pretty long okay well nothing much Bye. to be said <laughs> All right. Um okay, stay tuned for part two mm-hmm. guys. Later. Yeah. Once Bye. again, I'm Cheyenne. And I'm Kellyanne and we are a mixture of the podcast. Bye. Bye.